Okay. All right. So, hey, dreamers. I'm back, and we are talking today about um, a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. We're talking about compassion and empathy. Um, we're calling this one the gray line. And that's because we're looking at the line between compassion and rescuing. And so for probably the vast majority of people, that might not be such a hard um, line to determine. But for people like myself who are in compassion-heavy careers, or for people who are just extremely empathetic, um, that could be challenging sometimes because... Um, when you're an empath, you, you feel people's emotions and you often want to rush in and try to save the day. And, um, you can't do that for everyone. You really, you, you can't save anyone. Actually, each individual is, is, you know, responsible for, for saving themselves or finding their own solutions to their crisis. But for me, I, I've been volunteering as a crisis counselor, for over two years, almost three years, and um, and I'm working in a in a job right now that is a lot of case management, and um, it's really it's really hard sometimes to find where that line is, because when when your job is to provide resources to people so they can change their lives, and and you're quite literally saving people's lives in many cases um, with the information you provide for them. It feels very, very important to say the right things, to do the right things, to give the right resource. Um, and sometimes that that mode of saying the right thing and doing the right thing, we start to take that on ourselves. And it's just, that's not good. (laughs) My therapist will tell you that's not good. You're not supposed to do that. However, it's really hard, I think, for people, especially people who are starting out in a career that is is compassion heavy like this. And, you know, there's um, mental health, uh, people in the mental health field, um, people in social work, people in law enforcement, firefighters. I mean, people who have that, that kind of job where it is to go in. I mean, essentially you are the rescuers. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of situations where you can't change the person's mind. They have to be the ones who make the decision to save themselves. It just becomes a very, very gray area of of where it's appropriate and when it's not. And then it kind of flows over into your personal life sometimes. And then all of a sudden, like every friend who has, you know, some sort of crisis, well, you're the one that they call immediately, which is great. I love it. I love being able to support my friends and who, and they support me, but you're the one they call. And then you're the one who has to have all the right answers and say the right thing and give the right piece of information so that they can like hang up and feel better about themselves. And that's like a lot of pressure too to like not only do 40 hours a week or more, but then to go on be expected to do that in your own social circle, you know, so um, and I mean, I I personally have an extreme case where I am in that extremely um, compassion-heavy job. But I think even, like I said, just the natural empaths who 
who find it hard to draw that line in their everyday lives, even if you are working a job that isn't compassion heavy, it, it still is is hard sometimes when you see someone you really love and you really care about going through such a hard time. You want to run in, you want to save them, you want to tell them all the things that you think that they should do. And that's just, you can't. That's not how that works. And if you were to think about any crisis that you might have been through, if someone came to you and told you how to handle it, I mean, you probably wouldn't have listened. And I can think of my own crises in life. And definitely, if someone had come to me and said, you got to do this, you should do this, you should do that. I don't think I would have done any of those things. And when I think back to my crises, my personal crises, and I think about the people who were so important to me during those moments when I just really, really needed a good friend, the people who were the most important to me were the people who actually said nothing, the people who were just with me, who were there and let me navigate the situation on my own and just reminded me that I wasn't alone. I think that is so important. And every once in a while, every once in a while, yes, you get that inkling to kind of go above and beyond and really um, reach out like to someone. If you see someone struggling, it, it's not a bad idea to reach out to them, to reach out and remind them that you're there, not reach out because you're going to fix it for them, right? And so... The reason I kind of see this as a gray line is because there is no right or wrong, you know, do it or don't do it. I mean, every situation is so completely different. It's a very gray area. And I think it's really important to know that it's a gray area because when you are just going down a list of like, this is when I help people and this is when I'm off duty, like that lacks compassion and empathy, right? I mean, you're just kind of pushing papers or doing doing busy work. But I I did I I have been sort of meditating and questioning and searching for the answer to the question of when do you reach out and when do you not? And um I rolled over this actually in one of my more recent sessions with my therapist. I was like, "But when is it okay? And when is it not? Like how do I know?" You know, and she's like, well, I mean, you can't, you can't save the world. And that's apparently there's a, there's a phrase for that, like the Messiah syndrome or something like that. Like where you just feel like you're just going to, you're going to be the one to save the world. And I'm like, I know, well, I kind of know I can't actually save the world, but I do kind of want to try, you know, and she's like, well, then join the Peace Corps. Join the Peace Corps because that's what they do. They go out, you know, they leave behind their family. They leave behind their friends. They leave behind their modern commodities. And they go into the world and they work night and day in third world countries to save the, try to save the world. I'm like, uh, yeah, but I did that. I mean, I've done that before. I've, you know, I mean, I, I have served around the world in, in that capacity. And it's not that I won't do it. I was like, actually, that sounds kind of amazing. I think I might do that again one day. But that's still not the answer to my question. Like, how? when is it okay to reach out? And when should you lay back? After we went back and forth for a little while, you know, she we she kind of did say something that did hit the right note. And she just kind of reminded me to lean into that intuition to turn in inwards and turn inwards and focus on your intuition. And I mean, 
if something kind of feels wrong, then it's probably wrong. If something kind of feels heavy, then you going through it with it or reaching out to do it, it it's going to be heavy. And so I, I don't know, it was sort of a simple idea that had a profound impact on me. And I sat there and kind of thought about it and meditated on it a little bit. I mean, I, I realized that I do kind of know when, you know, a friend texts me and says, hey, um, you know, this is going on with my husband and whatnot, but how are you? And I see that and like the social worker in me is like, um, you know, red flag, red flag, red flag. And I feel like I need to just jump through hoops and like, okay, so we're going to go to dinner on Wednesday and we're going to talk about this. Now, the the moment I saw that, I was just like, okay, I shouldn't, why do I need to like jump through hoops to make sure that I talk to this person to make sure that they're okay? And especially, she's not even asking for help. She's just like saying, hey, this is what's going on with me. What's going on with you? You know, and so the best thing I think I could do is to be there for her, be present, let her know that she's not alone and just be the friend that I am. And then if and when she does need to reach out, like, still, I I wouldn't take it on myself. She can reach out. She cannot be alone. And, you know, you can give her some resources or just listen, you know. And that's kind of one of the beautiful things about uh, volunteering for Crisis Text Line, too, is that it is amazing when the Crisis Text Line, if you don't know what it is, it's it's a crisis helpline, but it's all through text. So um, you text the word hello to 741-741. And a trained crisis counselor will respond to you and talk to you. Just talk whatever it is that you have on your mind, you know, you can talk to. And sometimes it's, you know, 15, 16-year-old students who don't know who they're going to take to homecoming. And it's this huge pressure. And I think back to when I was like a sophomore in high school and I was stressed out about who I was going to take to homecoming. And that's a valid crisis. And sometimes it means a lot to that person in that moment. Um, But then sometimes it's, you know, someone who is suicidal and wants to take their life and then also just wants someone to listen. And so volunteering for them is, it's incredibly rewarding. So if that's something that sounds cool to you, you should definitely check it out. I recommend it. But it, it has taught me so much as well. It has taught me just that just listening and just being there. In fact, you're, we're not allowed to give advice on the platform like we're not that is not what we're there for is to give advice if they ask for resources we can give them some resources places where they could go to learn more about you know mental health or family issues but we don't we don't give advice and and so it's it's incredible to see how really that's all people need is just someone to listen and by the end of the conversation they're feeling better and they're on their way. And it doesn't mean that their problem that they texted in about is completely resolved. But they've been able to reduce that anxiety come down to a cool level of calm. And they're in a better place now to actually look at their situation and figure out what they're going to do next. That's kind of what I hope that you guys kind of take from this that when when struggling with a friend who is going through something and you really want to help them out or seeing anyone really struggle in life and feeling like you have to be the one to rescue there really is no like right or wrong 
but taking that on yourself is is not really healthy for yourself it's not really helping them either you know so you can still try if your goal is to save the world i say you try try to save the world but saving the world isn't necessarily fixing people's problems in their everyday lives it's empowering them to fix it themselves and I, I do really think you you don't have to join the Peace Corps to save the world either. I really, I really truly believe that saving the world starts with your world. It starts with um, your community, your family, your friends, your social circle. Saving the world starts at home and just being that love and light and support by being a presence for people is is where it's at. And that's what ends up generating more love and light and when you can inspire someone and empower someone to do something great then they're going to touch other people uh, in a positive way and so your love is essentially exponential and so to share some love with someone you know that's the way to go so just reminding you that that line between compassion and rescuing is a very gray line. There's no right or wrong, but tune into your intuition. Listen to yourself. If it feels like it's heavy, then it's heavy. Give yourself space and time and trust that every individual handles their situation as they see it best and they know their situation best. So the best thing you can do for someone is to be with them in their crisis. Remind them that they're not alone and you're not alone. So thank you guys for listening. Definitely follow along with us at the Dreamers Outlet on Instagram or subscribe, of course, to our channel here on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, and also, you can shoot us an email if you have a question or idea or a comment, or if something I said really struck a chord, like, let me know. I love that stuff. Uh, you can send me an email at thedreamersoutlet at gmail.com.